Welcome to Crossroads, a podcast by Christ Presbyterian Church, where we talk about the intersection between Christ Church and the contemporary culture around us. Welcome back to the Crossroads podcast. I'm your host, Will Leitner. I'm sitting here with RUF campus minister Tanner Crum from Auburn. Tanner, how are you, my man? Hey, Will. Dude, it's good to be here today. Absolutely. Thank you for sitting down and talking with us. So I kind of think what will be a benefit for everybody is a chance for people to get to know you more and then know more about RUF, um, one of the main campus ministries here at Auburn. So who are you? How'd you end up here at Auburn? Let us know. Yeah, okay. Uh, Starting off with a big question. I like it. Um, So my name is Tanner Crum. Uh, I'm originally from uh, the low country of South Carolina, and um, I'm really here today, uh, I mean, man, but by the grace of God, like, (laughs) um, I grew up kind of in a a family, um, that was, it was a church-going family. I had heard the gospel, um, a lot of times, and, and it never really clicked with me, probably until, until college, and so, um, growing up, I mean, it was a, it was a great household, love where I grew up, um, and, uh, and then I went off to South Carolina, um, go Cox, so, Boo. <laughs> um, SEC East, baby, so, we, um, yeah, I went to South Carolina, and, um, I mainly got involved in RUF, because uh, my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, uh, so well it worked done. out. Yeah, exactly. Well it worked out. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I didn't know what reformed was. I didn't know uh, really what Presbyterians believed, um, and it yeah, it was my first experience in RUF. Um, I mean, I. I really didn't know what to think because I, I didn't grow up with the the richness of hymns and um, I didn't grow up with the um, like I I had heard the gospel a lot but it was it was kind of a, a a seriously watered down version of the gospel where um, you know I've heard heard that Jesus died for your sins and that all you have to do is believe. Um, and, uh, I heard that, you know, we, we believe and we, we're not allowed to doubt, right? Um, was it, uh, it was like, if you, uh, if you only believe 99%, then you're a hundred percent lost. You know, that was kind of the, <laughs> not good. right, exactly. Um, that was, that was kind of like all, all it was, was just believing this thing, this, this, intellectual assent to, to this idea of, of atonement. And then from there, it was just being a nice person. Um, and so uh, when, when I got to RUF and, and I started hearing this preaching, um, especially about grace um, and especially about how God pursues us, we don't just pursue God. Um, uh, about he is is bringing his kingdom to earth. Uh, that heaven isn't just some ethereal 
mystical place that we mm-hmm. go to when we die. Right. Um, and uh, we're not waiting to have a relationship with God. We can have a relationship with God here and now. And uh, and and I think it was when when I was sitting in RUF and and hearing about grace, and then and also this this robust theology of sin and how um, sin isn't just when we disobey our parents. It isn't just when we do you know something wrong, but it, it it's it's this pervasive thing in in all of our lives. Um, and yet where sin is, uh, God's grace abounds all the more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, w- I would hear this, this guy preaching and, and talking about these things that I was struggling with that I, I didn't understand why I was struggling with them. And, uh, and I thought, you know, by, at, at this point I should be quote unquote better. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and uh, and then, you know, and, and also just hearing that um, the gospel isn't just something for us to believe one time, but something for us to continually preach to ourselves. So true. Continually uh, rely on and go back to. And um, man, that just like, uh, the uh, I guess the way I could describe it is like, um, yeah, there... I don't know when I became a Christian, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know if it was when I was six and I prayed the sinner's prayer or if it was in, in college when uh, my, uh, it was kind of like the trajectory of my sanctification, just like there was this huge uptick. Um, and, and, you know, it was, it was because I started to not just this intellectual ascent, but to drink deeply of, the presence of God and mm-hmm. to drink deeply of um, Christ's righteousness that that totally changed my whole understanding of uh, what it means to follow Jesus. Um, so how did you go from having your girlfriend, now wife, drag you to RUF to yeah. now you are employed by them? <laughs> yes, so talk absolutely. about you starting to work for them now and your journey to doing full-time ministry. Yeah, man, that's so good. I. So um, I, I did not set out on a path um, to do full-time ministry. That wasn't uh, my aspiration. I was in the School of Journalism at South Carolina. Um, and I really, what I, I was, um, my last two years of school, I was working uh, in a warehouse and I was planning on being a, a salesman for an industrial distributing company. Um, and so I was, I was learning the products, I was doing deliveries, I was meeting the clients, I was, um, you know, learning how to put hoses together, uh, whether it was like, you know, high pressure water hoses or, um, hydraulic hoses for oil. And, uh, I was learning about gaskets and, and all those sorts of stuff. You're going to make everyone fall asleep on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I, I just mean like I was, I was totally on a different path. Mm -hmm. Um, and and then uh, it was, it was uh, my my last semester of school. I had just been so um, changed and shaped by RUF, by everything. It was like the culture of RUF, the preaching of RUF, the 
the teaching, the conferences, the community that you have, and um, and all those things had such a deep impact on my heart and my mind, and um, and I was like, I maybe I need to go do this at another school. Like I, I wanted to, I wanted to to be able to give that to other students, mm-hmm. um, just with all the things that you're dealing with in college, right? Um, whether it's loneliness or um, like, do people even like me? Do my friends even like me? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, does my girlfriend like me? <laughs> like, all the things <laughs> that you're thinking about. And uh, am I going to get a job? Am I important enough? Am I funny enough? Am I smart enough? And and uh, and so to, to be an REF and be able to discuss all those things, like, uh, you know, talking about things that um, were actually real in my life. Uh, and, and so, and, and how Jesus connects to those, how our theology connects to those, gives us categories to, to view our life in. Um, that was, I mean, that was so big for me and I was like, I, I need to, I feel like I need to go do this for other people. Um, you know, and of course I found out when I, I went and did the internship at Furman University, uh, and you know, you realize like, I'm, I'm getting so much more out of this than, uh, than the students that I'm ministering to mm. or the, you know, doing things for the organization. It was like a two year kind of crash course in how to, uh, stay close to Jesus, how to get closer to Jesus. And, um, so that was how I ended up doing the internship. It was kind of a last minute switch and, um, and so we went up to Greenville, <clears throat> South Carolina, where we had been the past seven years before coming here. And uh, and then, you know, from there, I, I did this two-year internship. I loved it, um, loved ministry, loved learning, just soaking everything in. And, um, and then once you do the RF internship, there's a scholarship for seminary. And so... I, you know, it, it was like, again, the plan was, I'm going to do this for two years, and if it doesn't work out, I'll go back to uh, this this company I was going to work for before. The gasket. The gasket. Whatever. Yeah, no, it was this <laughs> really interesting stuff. And, uh, and so uh, I loved it, and I was like, I, I want to I, I wanna learn more. I think this might be something I could do the rest of my life. And so I went to seminary, and... We, we stayed in Greenville. I went to um, Reformed Theological Seminary in Charlotte. And I commuted back and forth for four years. Um, and so during that time, uh, I was a pastoral intern at a pretty established church there in Greenville. Uh, and then for one year, I, was, uh, I worked with REF at Wofford. Um, which is a, a tiny school in Spartanburg, South Carolina. And, uh, and it was, I, I loved it even more than I loved the internship. And it was, um, it was fantastic. And, uh, and so um, I did that for a year and then came back to Greenville. I worked in um, as a pastoral intern in a church plant there for three years, the rest of the time in seminary. And, mm-hmm. and then um, it was, I guess it was 2018, and that's kind of uh, to 
to get to an RUF posting is like uh, you go through this assessment process, um, which is kind of, I mean, like, honestly, kind of like rush. Like you're just interviewed. <laughs> I was interview- not expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, you, everyone goes to this one location in a hotel or something, like a conference hotel, and you get uh, interviewed a lot. Your wife gets interviewed. You're interviewed as a couple. You um, do some like team building activities, and and so this whole week they're kind of. Uh, assessing you. You have a mixer. <laughs> so, wow. This is fascinating. So this whole week they're kind of assessing you and, and so they, they they build out this uh this profile on you and then uh depending on which campuses come open that year, they kind of match your profile and and where you where they think you would work um really well. And uh they match that with a, a campus that was open and it just so happened that Auburn was coming open that year, and um, so I got the call about Auburn. We uh, we were, you know, kind of in the RUF world. I mean, Auburn is like a is a big deal, and so we we're like, all right, we have to we have to see where this goes. Mm-hmm. And so we came down to Auburn, and um, we. Uh, did kind of like walked around campus. Um, I met with a few pastors in our presbytery, uh, and and then man, the thing that sealed the deal was uh, Monday night. We went to a large group, and uh, Kelsey and I kind of snuck in the back. No one else knew we were there, and um, we we experienced what an Auburn RUF large group is like, and mm-hmm. it was. I mean, that was kind of the nail in the coffin. We were right. just like, this is it. This feels like home. Let's go. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, the Lord is just tugging on our heartstrings. So um, that was that was kind of the process in, in getting here. Well, I'm yeah. just glad you didn't say it was a football game that sealed the deal. Or <laughs> really yeah. good, really good Auburn food. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe tell us a little bit more about like what RUF is. What is it like? What do the letters mean in yeah, the abbreviation, fantastic. and what makes it distinct? And like, really, just whatever you can say about it. Jeez, how much time do you have? All right. So, um, I, I mean, I think I'll say up front, like I kind of, I drank the Kool Aid when I was in college. It was like. Uh, it was so, like I said, I mean, it was just so impactful on Kelsey and I's lives, on our marriage, on our young family that we're, we're starting. Um, and there, I think what I love about RUF is, uh, there's so much Jesus in the community. Um, it is a place where, um, not only are do you have a, a an ordained pastor who's on campus um, who's preaching every week and meeting with students one on one, discipling students, um, and reaching out to unbelievers on campus, uh, but you also have this friend group of of people who have this this shared bond of uh, you know like RUF is is a huge part of our lives and. We're talking about things that we heard in the sermon that week. We're, we're talking in small groups. We're talking in Bible studies. We're having fun together, you know? 
Uh, and and so I, that whole rhythm of like building RUF into into your week was um, is just such a big deal for us. And so love it. Um, huge fan of RUF. Uh, so this this. The letters, uh, <laughs> RUF, sorry, that's a big opener. The the letters, RUF, it's, it's Reformed University Fellowship. So we are um, a confessional Reformed Christian ministry. Um, that's kind of like one thing, one of the things that sets us apart. Um, uh, we're, we're not just Reformed because we like Calvinism. We're not just Reformed because we believe in justification. We're where it's a, a full-orbed, uh, reformed view of your life, of the world, um, that is is founded in Scripture and extrapolated in mm-hmm. the Confession. Um, and so, uh, just like the Presbyterian Church in America, um, we rely heavily on the Westminster Standards. Uh, and, um, and I think coming in, those... Those were very foreign to me, and um, it felt strange. And now, uh, man, having like, yeah, again, kind of imbibed those standards uh, and the confession and the catechism is like, man, it's so beautiful. Um, And so that's where the Reformed comes from. you know, I didn't go into the history of the Reformation. I'm, I'm relying heavily <laughs> on the knowledge of the people, but... Uh, well, that'll be another podcast. <laughs> yeah, that'll be another podcast. Um, but so kind of, I guess, part of the Reformed thing is like, are the principles um, of RUF is like, the, if we're going to if we're gonna die on three big hills, uh, it's going to be justification by faith in Christ alone. Uh, it's going to be sanctification through the Holy Spirit. And we believe that God's word is the very word of God that is inerrant and infallible and uh, and beautiful, and it's God's love letters to us. Um, it's a story of the whole world, um, and uh, it's it, you know, and not something that you just read uh, to to study or check off, but a way to be present with God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then that's reformed university is like man we are for the campus we're for auburn war eagle we're like war eagle come we're on, all somebody. in <laughs> yeah come on. we're all in on the college campus i think uh what what i love about being on a college campus is uh there's so many things but if we're going to pick you know one thing i would say uh, the college campus is is the future of our denomination. It's the future of the church. I love, um, I get a chance to visit a lot of churches all around the Southeast and even beyond. And uh, it, it really is like when I go and give a report or I speak at a church or just even go to meet people, uh, I always get connected to like, I mean, three or four families that are like in the church because of specifically Auburn RUF. Mm -hmm. Um, And so if, you know, if we were to say what, what are, uh, how do we know RUF is successful? It's not by the numbers of our large group or how many students are involved is 10 years later. Um, 
how, how many students are in the body of Christ, connected to his body, and in his kingdom here on earth. Um, and so, love the university. Um, uh, and, man, not just that. I feel like college is also, you're doing, you're doing so much growing in such a concentrated amount of time, right? Like, it's the first time that your parents aren't dictating your schedule, where you have to grow up and figure out where to put your time, mm-hmm. uh, what to say yes to, what to say no to. You're making big uh, life decisions, whether it's um, what courses do I need to take for a future job, which if, if you're a freshman listening, it's, it's okay. <laughs> you're probably going to change majors at some point. Really? <laughs> yeah. No. What? No. You don't have to be 100% all in on one thing. Like, just come and, and experience it, and, and um, you really do kind of find your way along the way. So, Tanner, you talked about a Monday night. Like, oh, yeah. If I joined... RUF as a college student, like what would my week look like? Like what do, what yes. would I get involved in? Thank you for keeping me on track. So, uh, and so actually, this is part of the F is fellowship, Reformed University Fellowship. We're really big on community, really big on connecting, being with each other. Um, but uh, so, kind of your what your week might look like in RUF. We want RUF to be um, kind of a, a jumping board for everything else in your life. Um, we don't want RUF to consume you. Uh, we don't want you to be, you know, to, for RUF to just take up your entire schedule. Like we're, we're here to, to come alongside you, to help you to, um, to kind of be a, like I said, a jumping pad for like everything else. Um, and so, uh, we do a, a large group on Monday nights. Uh, that's at 8 p.m. in Dudley B6 over in the architecture building. Uh, and it's a time where, you know, we we worship together. So we'll sing hymns. Um, I'll preach a sermon. Um, and, and we'll have, like, I guess, you know, a time of fellowship before and after and... Um, it's it's such a good way to to get connected to the community and what we want for that large group is we really want it to be a place where you can come and get nourished because man uh you know this but like at at a especially at a place like Auburn where um you know it's it's high performance it's uh lots of meetings lots of things going on and 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 pretty much everywhere you go on campus they're asking something of you and so we want RUF to be a place where we're not asking you to be anything or to do uh, anything more than just come and hear the good news mm-hmm. um, and be refreshed and reminded that, uh, man, if you have been baptized in Christ, then you're a child of God, first and foremost, before anything else. Um, and so that that's kind of what, what large group is. And then... Uh, and then throughout the week, I mean, we'll, we'll have a, a spectrum of things from small groups, um, to Bible studies, uh, to interest groups. Like, uh, one, I think one of my favorites this past semester was we did a, um, a, like, pickleball interest group. And it's just 
people in REF getting together and playing pickleball. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're we're not against just having fun together. We think right. that's an important part of um, growing and connecting. Um, so, so we do take God's word seriously. Um, we don't take ourselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where where that's going. Um, and uh, and yeah, that's kind of like the week. We'll we usually have events going on throughout the week whether um i love to cook so i love doing like cookouts or um i haven't we haven't been able to do this uh so far just because covid but i'd love to do like um like a crawfish boil nice you know just having having fun together right well this is a so here's our scenario here i want to hear how you'd respond to this okay so two college students walk into this little makeshift studio that we have in the christ preds office one of them says, Tanner, I'm really involved in my church. I don't really see the need to get involved in a campus ministry. The other person says, I love my campus ministry. I don't see the need to get involved in a local church. How would you respond to both of those guys? That is such a good way to frame the question. I love that. Um, so uh, if I would take on... Um, the, the guy who wants to be involved in college ministry doesn't want to go to the church. Uh, so I would absolutely, I mean, this was something my campus minister did. Something that I feel strongly about is if if you are the kind of person where your your schedule is so packed that you can only choose between one or the other, um, I might say, that's a little unhealthy. We should talk about that. <laughs> yeah, if, that's, uh, if you really can't go to one yeah, Monday night right. meeting, man. Um, so, but you have time for Netflix, probably. Right. right. Sorry, sorry to all the Netflix watchers. <laughs> Let me do that. Um, I yeah. Let's let's check your uh, how much time you spend. Yeah, your screen phone. time. Um, so I I would say, man, totally, absolutely, one hundred percent, get involved in the church. That's where we we partner with the church. We love the church. Uh, we're big on the church. Um. That's that's huge. If if you're coming to RUF and you're not involved in a local church, I would I would absolutely say go be involved in the church. Um, and uh, and so if okay, so the other the other student um, who says you know I'm involved in the church, don't see need. Uh, I I would say you know one. I mean that's your prerogative. Like you don't have to come to RUF. Right. Uh, but uh, I would say, too, um, so this is one of the distinctives about RUF is that we're actually not a parachurch ministry. We are a, a ministry of the church to the college campus. So if you think about, it, like, a church sending out a missionary, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm a pastor who's connected to the local presbytery, ordained in a local presbytery, who's placed on, on campus as kind of the the parish of the campus. And mm-hmm. so, um, I, I'm actually, uh, it, it's RUF is, is the Presbyterian church in America, an arm of our denomination reaching out to the college campus. Um, so I, what I would say, um, I want to make that distinctive pretty clear. Uh, and then the next thing would be like, man, the, the church is an awesome place to get involved um, and, and I think what is so good about RUF is, um, that one, 
I mean, you have all these other students who are in your same place. Um, so it's really important to be involved in the church because you get this multi-generational, um, full-orbed view of life and mm-hmm. of Jesus. Uh, something about RUF is that it, it's a it's a more concentrated community where uh, the people you're sitting next to are going through the exact same things that you are. Um, and and so we can talk in RUF about things like, you know, I'll, if I preach a sermon in RUF, it's going to be focused on college students, for college students, connecting their understanding of God, their understanding of Christ, their understanding of his work on the cross to their lives in college. Um, and then hopefully... I would be able to follow up with them mm-hmm. and they would be able to uh, talk about those things in their small groups. And so um, the, uh, yeah, I can't stress enough that the communal aspect of that and the rhythm of being involved with other college students and, and also RUF is a, a really good place um, for students to, to get involved and use their gifts in ways they may not be able to in the church. Um, and uh, I think, uh, you know, in, in terms of discipleship and formation, um, we're there on campus coming to you uh, and being a part of your lives. Like, I love just, you know, especially with this fall when things open up, just being able to be on campus right. and see people and have those, like, spontaneous conversations that, um, that you know, hopefully have um, like a big impact on students. And so um, I don't know, I, hopefully that answers your question. Oh yeah, definitely. Kinda, well, yeah. I think one thing too, that's worth bringing up is also you talked about the community aspect, but also yeah. the, and this goes along with that, but the dialogue between different churches, like people coming together at RUF that, totally. that go to different churches at, yeah. at Auburn are able to come together and have fellowship with one another and discuss the things that they're learning and there's this like inner church dialogue that's going yeah. on that you don't get in the local church context. 100%. So I think there's so many benefits in getting involved in a campus ministry as yeah. long as like you've stressed that the local church is the priority. And yeah. So I love all For that. Sure. So you're here at Auburn, the yeah. loveliest village on the plains, yeah. War Eagle. Uh, um, let's go. I hope I'm not putting up any like barriers to evangelization <laughs> by saying War Eagle. <laughs> Eric would not like that. Um, what are some of the challenges that you've seen doing ministry with college students mm-hmm. at Auburn? Man, I, I think the so on the the college student side, like uh, yeah, I, I man, I guess this this goes both ways. It's like I, I think the something that is so inhibiting to growth in Christ as a college student uh, and, and and also something on the other side that like uh, something I have to be constantly conscious of um, is and, and I, I want to be clear I'm not anti technology or anti uh, social media like I, I don't think you necessarily have to like shun sh- social media Although it might be good for your heart. But uh, <laughs> I, I do think that, man, one of the hardest things about being in college and and, and cultivating, growing your relationship in Christ uh, is just the 
the myriad ways that we're discipled by our phones and we're discipled by things people say on Facebook uh, or Twitter. No one uses Facebook anymore. Like just the, you just dated the, yourself. My, I know. I know. Oh God. Uh, the the mindless scrolling of you know because really what we're doing when we do that is, is we're looking for something. We're searching. Right, the scrolling is actually a a searching for something to tell us that we're important, for something to tell us that we're we're human, to some for some some sense of um, like you are lovely and you're loved, and and so we scroll and uh, and we're we're missing out on uh, actually connecting with another human. And actually connecting with God's word, and actually, and and connecting with um, your pastor in that way, and so uh, I, I think that's like kind of the the biggest. Uh, I don't I don't know if it's like a hurdle to jump over, but kind of the the biggest thing in terms of uh, your own Christian growth, and um, when I think about discipling students, is like. Um, man, there's so much freedom outside of a screen, and uh, and screens often become kind of a prison to us. Right. Well, in light of that, so my last question is, what would be your biggest advice for a college student? So <laughs> throw your phone in the trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, actually, I I would. Um, man, you know, so that's a that's a good point. I you don't necessarily have to throw your phone in the trash. I think um, one of the big things is like uh, actually taking a Sabbath. Right, Sabbath that's so true. Phone. Uh, I mean, one period of 24 hours during your week where you just turn off your phone and put it in a box and put it in the back of your closet, like there is so much freedom uh, in in that. And, and I think it... it you, what you realize is you have a lot more time than you think you do. So this, to go on to, to biggest advice is um, I think in college uh, you will have it, – it won't feel this way. And, I, you know, I think a lot of times students push back on this, but it is the reality is that you have – more time than you'll ever have in your life. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, more time than you'll ever have in your life in four years of college, uh, and you have more control over your schedule than any other time in your life. Um, and, and I think, man, being conscientious and being thoughtful um, and and asking God, like going to God and, and asking, like, where do I need to put my time Uh in order to be faithful to you, in order to grow closer to you, um, I think you know one of the one of the um, things that we fall into. This with uh, it doesn't matter what age you are, adults or, or college students is um, not college students are adults. I just mean post grad, <laughs> post college, and college uh, is is um, man. How often do we sit down and we just like make our schedule? And then ask God to bless our plans, as opposed to to sitting down and slowing for just a bit 
and actually praying and actually going to him and and asking where should I put my time and and even like praying but also sitting in silence uh, and listening for the voice of God and um, you know there's gonna be like your anchors of like you have to go to class right like, <laughs> <laughs> like those are things that are are kind of gonna be done for you but that that if you were to look at your your week your class time is actually a really small portion of your time right you know and then you have your your study time which uh again it it man it can feel insurmountable and i don't want to belittle (laughs) like how much uh especially in certain courses and curriculums and programs and majors but like uh it really does take up if you were to step back and look at it, it takes up less time than you would think. And, uh, and being thoughtful and not just like, here, don't just say yes to everything. That's really, yeah. People need to hear that one. Yeah, don't say yes to everything. You gotta, um, you gotta keep a pocket full of no's. Um, and, and, and even if you say, I need to think about it and pray about it. That's not necessarily saying no, but, uh, I think learning uh, what to say yes to and what to say no to is is a huge... That goes so, so far in your college experience. Oh, yes. I wish I knew that one the most. <laughs> I did. I had a very uh, big, empty pocket of no's. Uh-huh. Yeah. Me too, man. Well, Tanner, thank you so much for the time today. Um, we really appreciate getting to hear more about your story in RUF and... Um, We're so thankful for you guys listening to the Crossroads podcast. Tanner, thank you for having us, or thank you for being with us today. Thanks for having me. And um, we'll see you guys for the next episode.